dogs with Chansey and Chi, and sports officially blood. <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to bring this one in. <laughs> All sports suck, so I think um, I just think I'm tired of them, just in general. It was just a just a bad week, but hey, the Falcons won. That yeah, happened in a long time. At this point, we don't even want them to win. You're right. Tank for Trevor. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, it's like whenever you whenever you want to win or you want them to win and, and maybe even prove themselves a little bit, they go out and do something like that. Golly. So, just uh, across the board, just a sucky, sucky week here for, for sports in general, obviously. Referring to uh, the Braves blowing a 3-1 lead in the NLCS and then Obviously, obviously the dogs uh, just not having a real good game in uh, in Tuscaloosa, and nope. um, there's really no other way to put it. Uh, we 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 hung there for a while and had a good game, but you could tell we just weren't really clicking, and especially offensively. And that's where we're that's where we're at. We just we just didn't didn't show up there especially for the second half and uh it, it, it was tough to watch there for a while and uh well, really the whole time on the on that second half we you could tell we had something going and we were really i felt that we had a good handle on, on alabama in the first half and, and really had a good game plan because you knew alabama was going to score points you knew they were going to put points on the board Right. But you had to be able you had to be able to keep up and get enough stops and we did that for a while and then we um just decided not to in the second half. So anyway, it was uh this is by, by far not the end of the season or anything like that, but this is uh it was just a tough tough game to watch and then you also have to remember this was the number 2 team in the country. Yeah. Yeah, there I know a lot of people were talking about how their defense got shredded by Ole Miss, and, and uh, obviously we knew what they were going to bring to the table in terms of their offense. Uh, you know, I I was optimistic going into it. I definitely did not think it was a surefire thing that we would win. Uh, but I knew – I mean, what we saw on, on Saturday, I mean, we saw our defense get shredded by a number, the number one offense in the country and, and shredded to the tune of uh, I think it was 560 yards uh, – they had four hundred over four hundred in the air alone, and you know you look at what we talked about last week <clears throat> about how Alabama is going to attack us. They're just going to do the same thing they do with with everybody: send their ultra athletic all five star receivers streaking down the field, and nobody's going to be able to be able to catch up with them. I mean, how many times did we see a guy just way out in the open? I mean, uh, the one with Jalen Waddle. Tyson Campbell fell down, but I mean he was trying to catch up to him. You know, then the, you had uh, you, you had a, a what was his name Mechie that also had that other deep pass. So you saw what, how they were going to attack us. Then you have Najee Harris, who I think he ran he ran pretty well for the night. Uh, I don't even know what exactly. Yeah, so he had one fifty two. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, a, he had a he had a good day. I mean, when's the last time we had a single running back you know run for over? a hundred yards or much less, you know, 150 yards against us. So I'm, um, we saw who was going to come to the table in that kind of game. And of course you're playing Brian Denny. It's not the normal Brian Denny. You're working with, what do they have? Like 20,000 fans there or something like that. 25. Um, bottom line is we, anytime that we had a chance to get any kind of momentum, we shot ourselves in the foot some way or another. And then anytime that they got momentum, it was like, the next series that we were on offense, somehow they just had good karma bounce their way. And I don't know, hell, man, I will say, though, you know, I, I'm i sure you were ready to throw something to the TV screen, but that pass interference in the end zone, it may not have been, like, the single determining factor by any means, but that was horse crap. Oh, and I was, and I was, was livid. That was the uh, – that's the – the the Bama the Bama advantage in that situation that's very like talk about LeBron getting plays call or foul calls for him that was a mm-hmm. that was the Bama uh, effect right there and and no that that play does not determine the game but that play is kind of a, a microcosm of what 
this game was, uh, and and like like you're saying, the ball didn't really, literally didn't bounce our way. Like heck, we had a freaking lineman just turn around after a batted ball, and and it, the ball just landed in his lap. Yeah, like his hand his right hands after were somehow we, already in a position to catch the ball. Yeah, <laughs> as right he after Richie made a hell of a play to get a pick, and then I mean. And I don't know, a lot of people were talking about how short Stetson is. I mean, I think it does make a difference. But, I mean, Alabama, and I, I don't know if we mentioned this in last week's episode, and I knew they were going to do this just because especially with how short Stetson is, but Alabama's always batted balls down. They are coached heavily to because it doesn't matter. I mean, if a guy's dropping back, that's part of QB pressure, for at least for Alabama's uh, defensive philosophy you know, you can't get to the quarterback, put your hands up. They've been taught that since they, you know, probably since way before they got to Alabama. Um, and that's, they specialize in it because they did it to Fromm all the time, too. I mean, every time we played Alabama, they have constantly been batting balls down. Doesn't matter how tall your quarterback is. Because you know what? Those guys across the way, <laughs> they're pretty tall, too. And I think their wingspan makes them a little bit taller, too. So I don't know, man. They, and yeah, you're right. Even despite all that, and despite that being the coaching, Balls are fi- falling in people's, you know, falling in Lyman's lap. The bounce ball off of Burton's hands that went straight to another one of their defensive backs. Just simply, I mean, you can't win for losing, man. Well, and, and we, because I, gosh, it just it just gets me so amped up. But and the people that are like, all right, get rid of Stetson, go. We got to go with JT. If JT was the better guy, that we would put. We put. I feel like we would put him in by now. I just I mean, don't think he's. I don't think he's healthy. No, I, I, there's, I just simply don't. Just because he's cleared, and we talked about this when this happened, it doesn't doesn't mean that he's ready to go. And I mean, Stetson out there threw some some beautiful passes. We were talking about before we got started, like the the throw to Burton, uh, that touchdown, mm-hmm. and obviously the like we talked about the ball to cook hit him in stride it was a 30 minute play <laughs> yeah, hang time for 30 minutes for sure and uh but had some really beautiful uh passes but also had some had some bonehead passes and just yeah. you could tell he missed some and yes he's short but there's a lot of quarterbacks that are short that can that, that still perform well uh, yeah. Drew Brees is an example I'm not exactly comparing him to Drew Brees but th- you, this is a very doable thing and so yep. everybody just calm down. The number two team in the country beat us. We weren't ready. We didn't. We didn't bring our best game. We didn't. We didn't do what we needed to do. And that Alabama defense, all they they for seven straight days they were reamed for how well or how poorly they performed against Ole Miss. Yeah, just absolutely a. Obli- this is the worst defense in Alabama history. They've never been a worse defense, and I thank God they have this offense, or they would never win a game. And mm-hmm. you have, I mean, there's and then there's no other coach than Nick Saban that even after getting COVID is still going to get a defense to come out and perform the way they the way they did. I mean, is this did this team, defense just turn a major corner? No, but they played. They played pissed off because they were yeah, and had some great plays on our guys. And, uh, and I mean, there's, there, are they still the best Alabama? I mean, are they a, the better Alabama defense is absolutely not. And we didn't capitalize on that. No, we, we, I mean, we beat ourselves in this game more than they beat us D- defensively. I'm talking about, I mean, their offense ran over our ass, uh, you know, but I think their defense just did enough and did what they needed to do. And then we shot ourselves in the foot several times. So I don't really, I mean, I never, I don't, and I was thinking about it as you were saying that. I don't really recall, you know, a time where I'm like, oh gosh, like we can't move the ball on these guys. Like I felt like we were moving the ball fairly well. I mean, we had a couple turnovers on their side of the field. I mean, within their 30, both both the pick to uh, off of Burton's hands and uh, the, the pick off the helmet, um, you know, to the defensive lineman on their side. I mean, those were both in within almost the red zone. So, I don't know. I I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to take away. I mean, they definitely made some plays, but I just was trying to think. I don't really recall them making their defensively Alabama making a lot of plays. But I I mean, we we started to establish the run game, and I'm just thinking about the first half here. We started to establish the run game a little bit. 
We were converting on third third downs. I th- I think we almost still <clears throat> still converted almost fifty percent of our third downs. I think, and then we go and get a twenty four point uh, excuse me a twenty four to to seventeen lead, which is all you know fine and dandy. And then what do they have? Thirty seconds left, and they we let them charge down the field and and kick the field goal. And when they did that, I don't know. How, I mean, if you felt the same way, I felt like I was like, man, that was big. And it wound up not being big. That you know, okay, like three points. You know, they won by seventeen. You know, three points isn't that big of a deal. But it was big that they got that momentum back right before we were about to go to half. They held us to five plays and a punt on the in the opening drive of the second half, and then the rest is history. Well, and you go and look, if you look at um, how all the drives, you look at how our drives ended mm-hmm. uh, throughout the game. So you got interception, punt, punt, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown. It's the end of the half. Then the second half, punt, punt, interception, interception, missed field goal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that pretty much tells you everything right there. And for Bama... It was basically, I mean, it wasn't exactly the opposite because they were scoring in the first half, but we held them to, let's see, three straight punts. And then it was, and then, like I say, we got a field, they had a field goal touchdown and then another field goal uh, at the at the end of the half, or kind of going towards the end of the first half. And um, defense did what, the defense did what, besides that, that long, I mean, like I say, kind of going down the field, getting like a 41 yard um, drive to get down and, and kick that field goal really did what they needed to do in the first half. Yeah. I mean, the defense really played a good job or played and I thought really well in the first half you've got, I mean, you like we talked about those freaking Alabama receivers are the best in the country. They're going to get those 50, 50 balls. Like they're yeah. going to get those catches. But when you're sitting here and start ending Drives with like we're, we're we're throwing picks or and even like I said even if it's just a tip ball and guy caught it inside the five and then ran it for 40, 50 yards and uh, set them up but I mean our defense just couldn't you can't maintain that it was very, to me it was very similar to it was not exactly the same but it was similar to the this past SEC championship where our defense kept us around and then our offense just couldn't put it together. They yeah. couldn't keep us in drives to keep the defense off the field. And I mean, Alabama just ended up just offense being that much better and putting points up when we couldn't do it. Well, kind of like we were just saying earlier, uh, I mean, Alabama just capitalized. I mean, every time we got some, some sort of momentum, whether that be the initial interception or whatever, we either immediately gave the ball back to them or, you know, or, we just didn't do anything with it and just punted the ball. But Alabama, every time every time that they got – so they, they had the interception in the beginning, scored a touchdown, and then they had an interception towards the end uh, uh, against us and scored a touchdown. Another interception, scored a touchdown. So you're talking about capitalizing on, on turnovers. Alabama did it basically in stride. And we just could not – I mean, we couldn't even do anything with our own luck, much less, you know – Alabama handing us some sort something on the silver platter, but to me, those I I, I mean the dagger wasn't whenever they got up twenty seven twenty four. I feel like whenever we threw, yeah, when we threw that second interception, I think was whenever whenever, uh, and then they scored a touchdown right afterwards. I think that was whenever I knew like okay, you know we're out of this. But you know of course. I thought that Stetson would get out there and maybe drive down the field and score another touchdown. I really wanted that for his confidence. I felt like that was important for him to score some more points. And then, uh, you know, we were driving towards the end, and we tried to kick a field goal, and old Hot Pod just misses a field goal. So we're back to square one. Where are we with our confidence level with both our kicker, our quarterback, our entire defense right now? I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say, like, we looked terrible throughout the entire game, but there was times where – you know, it didn't even make sense how well they were moving on us. And it's because they have those athletes at wide receivers. So, I don't know. Chance, I what? I know you kind of hit on it earlier, but how do you feel about the QB situation, you know, through and through? Like, uh, you know, 10,000-foot view. I mean, it's not where it needs to be. 
I mean, just from a like you look at the teams that are competing for for national championships and all that kind of stuff. Do I think Stetson's right now is he the guy that's going to take us there? No, but at the same time, do we have the guy that's going to take us there? Mm-hmm. I mean, or do we do we have uh, anybody to make that happen? But and you don't know what's going on in that that locker room and things like that. I, I guess w- what I'm saying is is if we had a better guy, I feel like he would be – I mean, I feel like he'd be playing right now. And, and I don't know if we're just sticking with him because he's the he's the one that's won us these games so far or, or what, what the deal is. But the guy has won – I mean, we talked about this at the beginning. And this is the thing. We talked about this at the beginning of the year. If you come out of this game, if you come out of that stretch three and one, yeah. We're we're still we're still in a in a good position. So I'm exactly. not saying I'm not saying you abandon ship, change everything about what we're doing. We had a good game plan offensively coming into this game. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought I really liked what we were doing. We were very balanced. We were a lot of guys getting the ball and, and on we that were point, real well. quick, if, if if there's somebody that cannot tell that our offensive scheme and scheme and play design is head and shoulders above where we're, oh. where we've been in the past four years, I mean, like I don't know what to tell you if you can't see that. I mean, not you, but I mean, like, I, it's it's as clear as day that our offense looks. I mean, I know it's obviously not putting up crazy points or anything like that, but the design of our offense and, and what we're doing with the ball and moving people around is head and shoulders above where we've been the last four years. But anyway, no, sorry. Uh, no, but you're you're exactly right, and so I feel good about our direction. Did we play great against the number two team in the country? Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. We didn't play our best game, but like I said, I, I don't know if he's the guy. But I, I'm, I, I want, I don't want us just playing musical chairs with a quarterback. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, we, you can't, you can't do that. And, and we we talked about JT. Nobody knows if he's going to be the guy that's going to change it for change the game for us. I mean, we were all, mm. everybody was on the Dewan train. And I'm also – I mean, you got to ask questions too. It's its like, did we see the best of Dwan Mathis? No, we did not see the best of Dwan Mathis. The guy had a one half of football, mm-hmm. and first time he's been played full contact in years. And like I say, that was it. That, I mean, that was all that was all he got. And Stetson has really played well, and, and obviously nobody expected it. But like I say, I, I'm not – I don't, he's obviously not a Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or a Mac Jones or anything like that, um, because we saw Mac Jones. He put on a he put on a dang clinic. I mean, the guy. I've was, been surprised with him this this whole year. You know, he's just he's re- looked real sharp. So I obviously uh, don't get paid enough to uh, to decide what what exactly we should be doing at the quarterback position, uh, but. I know we're we're trending the right direction. I mean, I, I feel like from an offensive, like a scheme standpoint, we got our guys running the ball well. But um, our I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I don't know where I'm at. I, I can't make up my mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm rambling because I can't I can't get. I don't know how what to feel, Chief. Tell me what I need to feel. <laughs> mind bottling. Uh, Here's the way I'll put it is, I feel very confident in saying that although he may be deemed medically cleared, I mean, JT's been running with the, with the scout team offense since for the past like two or, two or so weeks. And you don't, you don't run if you have a quarterback you're trying to rehab and he has the potential to play at whatever week or whatever, he's going, he's going to be getting at least second team reps, okay? So, in in my opinion, I, I still there. There's just too many signs to say JT's just simply not completely there. Now he may be like we talked about. He may be medically cleared, uh, but that doesn't ne- necessarily mean that he's super comfortable moving on. It still, you know, it may just be like, okay, this is like this is like my doctor's note. He feels pretty good about it, but how do you feel about it? And he's like, look, if he's uncomfortable, you know, with his lateral movement or or whatnot. You know, you got to give him more time, and he's got to do some more rehab. And you know, of course, in the same time, I've been enjoying watching Stetson. I think that you know, it's a cool story. It's awesome. I mean, do 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 I think we can win a championship with him? I mean, probably not. But I don't think it's out of the 
question. I, I mean, I, I think Stetson could have beat Alabama. I think that could have happened. But he also he also knows. And what I love about him is afterwards he's like, man, I, you know, basically he talked about how he left plays in the field. You know, he's like, I shouldn't have thrown that ball. That was stupid. He literally said, he's like, I've known since what he said, like four years old, since I was like four years old, not to throw it across my body like that. And he, you could tell it was just, I mean, he just, he probably didn't sleep that night. And so I, I love how he cares so much about it. It means a lot to him. I think he's been playing, you know, he's been making plays with his with his uh, arm and he's been making plays with his feet. But what we talked about last week, too, was that eventually, man, this guy's luck is going to run out with some of these balls because he had not thrown an interception until, uh, excuse me, last Saturday. But he had thrown a lot of balls that could have been intercepted. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it unfortunately was just, hey, just one too many a, a, a couple times. But then, you know, of course, we talked about Alabama just having crazy – Crazy luck with that. I like Stetson. I like what he's doing. I just think that whenever JT is ready to go, he will take the the, the realm. I mean the helm. Uh, but you know, we don't know. I mean, we still got right now. So I mean, I, if you're listening to this, you probably know we got a buy this week because Florida decided to be stupid and everybody got COVID. So now we don't get a buy before the Florida game. We get a buy this week and then we play Kentucky and then we play Florida. So. A lot can be changed. A lot can change from now until next Saturday. And as of right now, I feel fairly comfortable with Stetson going into the Kentucky game. Like, I think he's certainly capable of winning that game. Are we going to try to move JT in and, and, and get him some reps next weekend? I don't know. I, I, I Just so much up in the air that we don't know. But I don't think it's out of the question for Stetson to play his tail off and beat in a good team. It is just probably a little bit less likely than if you have a super talented, bigger physical quarterback. I think that's just science. That's science, right? <laughs> yeah, pure science. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't know. I, it's kind of sucks because everybody's like, he's got the cult fame. It's been fun cheering for him. And obviously he's a Georgia get, kid, grew up going to Sanford Stadium and all that. But, uh, I mean, you know, you can't you can't just be – overnight just be more talented than you are i mean he's he's at his ceiling right now and that's 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 the you know that's the thing that sucks well and and you got to think for jt as well the guy doesn't have he's medically cleared is is he i mean is he ready does he have the chemistry with the receivers do they know him does he know them is he able to play at a high level with these guys because Mm -hmm. what you don't do is you don't start Stetson against Kentucky, and then you go into Jacksonville and start a brand new quarterback. Yeah, I mean, especially you, if Stetson throws for like two eighty-five and you know three touchdowns. Oh yeah, and, and so I, I mean, I, I just I, you, you can't you can't do something like that. And um, and I mean, I, I'm sure they're looking at that this week. And and but you, you're, you're right in what you're saying. There's just no way that JT is ready to play. From a physical standpoint, and from a uh, from I, I feel like from a knowledge standpoint, because Munkin's got it. I mean, it's pretty pretty complicated in terms of. I mean, it's it's a complicated offense. I mean, yeah. not complicated, but it's more complicated. There's a lot of different scheming going on. We got more movement, more yeah. guys are in in play, a lot of tight end play, that kind of thing. And so it may just be something he's just not really used to. And, and so you gotta have, you gotta factor that into it. And, and so, well, you bring but, up a good point. I I do think though, if he was, I mean, you can't just like naturally have like a hey, I got a connection with these receivers without having reps. You have to have repetitions. And so, if he's not getting any first team reps, I think that's a big sign that he's just not not there physically, to me, or like health wise at least. So I I think that's to to me that's a big indicator that he's. Either one not ready, or just two, or one not ready, like you said, knowing the playbook, having chemistry with the receivers, whatnot, and two not ready, like physically. Well, and here's the thing too: we've still got everything to play for. We have everything to play for. We're like, and that's people have got to just calm down. Mm-hmm. The only game we've lost this season is to the number two team in the country. Yeah, and and nothing bounced our way if. Half of those balls that bounce their way bounce our way. This is a whole different ball game. 
Yeah. This is a whole different ball game, and I know that's we did not have how... a, we had a chance to win. We really did. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we we stopped we stopped that drive like you talked about going into the at the end of the first half, going mm-hmm. into the second half, and it's twenty four seventeen going into halftime. We get the ball back, put a drive together, kick a field goal, go up by ten. This is a whole different. This is a whole different game that we're talking about. Yeah, and, and obviously, we're not... and obviously that's the way football works. I mean, that's right. that, that's the way the. I mean, that's the way. That's why you. That's why we play the game or whatever we, whatever you say. But that's that's you play this game again. This is not the same outcome. No, I mean, I, mean, I, I really feel that way, and so. Everybody just needs to calm down. I'm excited that we get. I actually am. I kind of like that we have a bye week this week, and get a good. And like I say, we're getting a good game uh, against Kentucky because Kentucky, Kentucky's riding high too. They're not a bad football team. Oh no, Kentucky's a good team. Like we we need time to get over this and prepare for them, and get ready for Florida as well. Uh, just from a mental standpoint, because Florida's going to be coming after us. And Kentucky's going to be coming after us. They they want to kick us while they want to kick us while we're down, and and try to try to get us. And so um, we we just we've got everything still left to play for, and yep. we just that's what everybody needs to everybody needs to, to to get their their heads wrapped around because if this team can figure out how to put two halves together, watch out. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, there was nothing about that game. I mean, I sat there the next day and it sucked. I woke up. You know, you wake up and you get that sick feeling in your stomach the night, the the, the next day. And I'm not talking about from all the uh, the booze, but I'm talking about you realize, oh gosh, that really happened. We got our butts whooped and last night, and you, you sit there and I, I thought about it for a little bit, and I mean, it was a sucky feeling. But then at the same time, I was like, there was nothing about the night before where I said we could not beat them again if we met them. I mean, after we we lost to Auburn, what was it, forty to seventeen in twenty seventeen? And I made a comment about how we weren't that, like, whatever the margin of, of the loss was, we were not that much worse than, than Auburn. And I, I said the same thing this week. We are not 17 points worse than Alabama. I, we can beat that beat that team. Am I trying to pump a bunch of Disney dog into it, this, this conversation? But, I mean, from what I saw, our defense played almost as bad as it could for, for a number one defense in the country. Their offense played – about as well as it could for a number, and then all the turnovers went their way. Anytime that we had any kind of momentum, they cut it down. I mean, it just everything went against us. The refs called that pass interference, which was a huge momentum swing. So I'm just not. I, I don't look at that game and think, you know, that that we can't overcome that and and meet them, you know, down down the line and you know get to Atlanta and meet them down the line and and uh, take it to them, you know, second time around. But you got to think too. It, like Stetson, even though he's been playing football uh, at the collegiate level now for feels like 10, 15 years, but uh, he really <laughs> hasn't played. That was his first real away game, away yeah. game start. Your first away game start as against the number two team in the country during a pandemic. And um, and really the whole uh, – you kind of – I just always – I had that vibe the whole time that we just didn't feel like we were supposed to be there kind of thing like I, I kind of felt that in, in some situations I mean I felt like we I mean I know we, we played well and we just the ball never bounced our way but we just felt like we couldn't take that momentum and say we we got this like we earned this let's mm-hmm. take it let's take it to them and it was Alabama like you said would capitalize every time on a turnover they just they knew they said we're we're the number two team in the country we're going to make this happen. And we just never sat there and said, oh, wait, we're the number three team in the country. We also can do this and are very capable of making this happen. And that's just, that's where I feel like we got to, we got to turn that corner. And um, so anyway, we've got, we we left this game obviously with many more questions than, uh, than answers. And I don't think, I don't think we're going to figure out, what kind of team we are until we go and play a good team like Kentucky. Can we go yeah. in and can we go and handle a Kentucky team? Can we yeah. go dominate all three phases of the game like we talked about and just and, and put it put it to them? Um, so that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. I, I, I'm just I'm ready to get to Kentucky and just kind of get past this one. 
Yeah, I mean, and obviously we'll we'll have a little preview of the Kentucky game, so it'll be a little bit different, and we can get a little bit more in depth in that next week. But I'll I'll say this, you know, from what I saw against Alabama, their offensive line. Also, that's that's the point we didn't bring up. Their offensive line is actually incredible. I mean, they brought back two or three guys that were all SEC, and so I'm not a I don't want to knock the guys too much, but we we just did not. That was another thing we just did not get the pressure we needed to because Mac Jones is not a Joe Burrow. He's not a guy who can sling it down the field fifty yards and then also be able to run around the corner and and beat you to the first down marker. You know, Mac Jones sat back there and he was comfortable. He moved around. He was fairly mobile in the pocket. But I mean, I don't recall a single time where he either ran the ball or or, or, or ran out to the to the outside and. Try to get a, 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 a you know kind of a running a running throw on, on the right hand side or, or running out to the left or whatever. I mean I think I felt like we kept him where he needed to be, but we just did not put the pressure on him, you know. Uh, except for there was a couple times in the first half, and then it kind of died out in the second half. I mean they really figured us out, and we just don't. I mean we got guys like where where was Nolan Smith at you know in that game and at where I mean Aziz like started off really hot. I mean he had that pressure at the beginning that caused the interception. And then, I mean, slowly but surely, it was like, well, where where is any of our pressure guys? So I really felt like some of the guys played their tail off. I mean, I was proud of, like, Monty played his tail off. He was hurt. And Nakobe had a good game. Um, you know, but our defensive backs, who are supposed to be the backbone of our defense, they kind of got harassed. I mean, yeah, I guess that's going to happen because you got best receivers in the country. But we should have we should have some of the best defensive backs in the country that should be able to handle that. So... Well, those 50-50 balls were 100% yeah. Alabama. I mean, they just – in a lot of those, you have good coverage, and, and nine out of ten times, receiver is probably not going to catch that ball. But these receivers are not like other receivers. Mm-hmm. And they're just they – just, they're putting it up to their guys, and that's something that we're – we're not able to do. I mean, everybody's like, why can't we run an offense like Alabama? It's like, well, we don't exactly have uh, a couple of first-round uh, draft picks at receiver, and yeah. um, and we're not we're not at that stage, and 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 no one else is. I mean, like that's that's yeah. the thing. It's like that's just not something that you can just mimic what what they're doing. And um, but anyway, I they're just. Those guys play, and they were both Waddle and Devontae Smith were just they were in it. They were in the zone. I mean, mm-hmm. they were they they were going to catch everything that was thrown to them. Uh, it, if well, it was we about possible, that. they were going to do it. And so they, yeah. they were just in sync that uh, Saturday night. That pass that we were talking about, we went up fourteen to seven, and Alabama started to drive, and they had a pass that. I think it was Devontae came back to catch, and Tyreek literally had it in his hands, and we talked about it before we started recording, but the receiver basically, he snatched it at the same time, and he just ripped it out of Tyreek's hands. No no, no problem for him. But if Tyreek, like, I mean, one that shows, excuse me, the receiver wanted it. And I think it was Devontae. I, I feel pretty strongly it was Devontae, but he wanted it. And, but if Tyreek, picks that ball off in that point and we have the ball at I think it was at our own 45 maybe 50 if we have it there and then we drive down go up 21 to 7 I mean there's just we can go through this entire game thinking about scenarios where it was like anytime anytime we gave up momentum they also had a huge momentum swift in their uh, shift in their way so it wasn't just like a you know, we gave the ball away, and then, okay, we made a punt, and no harm, no foul. I mean, every time they capitalized. So I just can't – that's what I couldn't get past. And, of course, I couldn't get past that pass interference. I think I've referenced it like five times in this episode. Well, it was – It pisses uh, me off. It was awful. I mean, the line judge should be just absolutely uh, ashamed and um, because it was the biggest joke. And, and – but – you know when you go to play Alabama that you got that. That's a you're gonna you're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get the the refs on your side. It's yeah. does so you can't you can't say that's why you lost the game because you know that's what's gonna happen. You know that's gonna be a factor in this game, 
and they know that too. So they're going to throw those 50-50 balls or they're going to throw those opportunities. And if you're playing man, you're just – I mean, that's going to happen. And, and you know that they, – they know that so they can play to that. And their guys are going to go up there and make those kinds of catches. And um, there's a few pass interference calls. I mean, there, there was – and some of them, our guys just got beat. And that was going to be the only way that they weren't going to get catch that ball. And, yeah. Uh, and sometimes they still caught it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so it, we just – you're right, defensive backs just were not – really weren't able to keep up. And um, and that, that – their offensive line, like you said, was just – they were – they were nasty. I mean, they and look just... at look at the other side of that coin too. I mean, our offensive line, although I think they're pretty solid. I mean, I've enjoyed watching them gel a little bit this year. They're pretty solid, but I mean, we don't have guys all SEC across the board on that. On the, I mean, it's a lot of guys that are starting. This is their first year really starting consistently. I mean, Warren McClendon, Jamari Sawyer played a decent amount last year, but he's this is the first year he's been a full time starter. Trey Hills to the most experienced player. And, well, I say that Ben Cleveland is. He's been here for, like, 20 years. But Ben Cleveland, you know, he was also in and out of the line last year. You know, him and Cade May swapped around a lot. So, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I mean, I, I I think they did a pretty decent job. But at the same time, it's like, man, we got to, we don't have, I mean, we're, we've got, we lost some great linemen to the, to the draft last year. And I I think I thought, okay, we've got such great talent that came in. I mean, we've got five stars across the board here, right? I thought that, okay, we wouldn't skip much of a beat, but it's, I mean, we definitely have. Hey, you can you can tell we're we're missing old a- Andrew Thomas and Isaiah Wilson, you know, are uh, on our ends there. Well, and we've, got, and we've got first, and we've got a first time. I mean, we've got our first year offensive line coach as well. I mean, so you've got a whole change of how things operate and. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so, also too, Trey did did better this week. But the guy still got to get better at snapping the ball. I mean, there were some yeah. there yeah. there were some there were some wild ones there. And Stetson, and so if you're if you think about it, Mac Jones never had to he never had to reach for a for a, a, a snap. I mean, it was right to yeah. him every single time. Stetson before the play starts, he has to be thinking about, okay, I've got to catch like this snap. I've got to. It, yeah, I don't know where be. I don't know where it's going to be. Yeah. And so it's like it's like when it's like when a catcher's throwing the ball back to the pitcher. If the pitcher's having to go and reach when they're just tossing it back to him, mm-hmm. this throws you out of your your rhythm. So Stetson's sitting there having to figure out, am I going to have to greet? If I'm, am I going to have to go down and get this ball? And so it already throws you out of what you were doing. I yep. mean, it kind of all. You shouldn't work have to you, think about it at all, right? All you, all, all this work you did before the snap. If you have mm-hmm. to reach down around your ankles to pick up the snap, you're. I mean, you're you're already start behind the eight ball, and and, and that has been a big disappointment that hasn't really been talked about to to me enough. Is that Trey just hadn't figured that out? I mean, we just have not. And and like I said, that doesn't mean he has to snap it over his head, and uh, and, and you, like against Tennessee to be a problem and i'm not saying it was a problem this weekend but that's just that's just one more factor well no it is it it is a problem and that's a good point i mean it is a problem despite it not being you know like you said like a little bit less of a violent snap you know you know compared to the tennessee snap to start the game but at the same time it does yeah it absolutely throws everything off and I think I think you put it very well. I mean, like if that's something that he has to worry about, and he can't do his job because Trey's not doing his job. Unfortunately, what sucks is I mean, so we got McClendon as I think is our second guy in. I don't know who the hell our third guy in, but I think it's from the fact that Trey's had all these problems with snapping and McClendon's still on the sidelines. I have to think that Trey's just a much better blocker than he is because we've seen McClendon. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Erickson. I've been saying McClendon the whole time. McClendon's on the outside. Warren is Warren Erickson, Warren McClendon. Uh, Erickson, yeah, I think he must be a much worse blocker than Trey is, because I mean, otherwise you, you're not gonna have you're not gonna put up with having all these errant snaps and then uh, you know have have a, a a bad blocker in place. I mean, I think that it's got to be that because uh, Trey is Trey's 
been holding it down fairly well. I feel like, and he's, I mean, he's a big ass boy. Trey's big, but yeah, Warren Erickson, he must be, he must be not, not too great of a blocker in that center position. And it takes a special guy to be able to snap the ball and and uh, block and you know in the same play. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and so there's little things like that that I think are that I think are just adding up for us that we've got to figure out that if we do play well enough to to get back to Atlanta and get another shot at, at, at Bama, I, I think it will be a much different game uh, for sure. But we got a long way to go. We got a lot of we got a lot of teams that we we got to play. This next stretch, this Kentucky Florida stretch, it's going to be mm-hmm. tough. I mean, this is going to be. What, you can say whatever you want to about Florida. They're not as good as they were. They're going to come after us. Absolutely. Kentucky is going to come after us. I mean, we're still number one in the East. Everybody's looking to us to knock off. And I mean. I don't know, man. We can't let this – I feel like it's good. Um, I feel like it's good that we're we're getting some time to simmer in this. I think yeah. that we're getting this extra week. To me, I think get in, working on the fundamentals, working on the things that were the difference in this game, and then getting ready for Kentucky I think will be – it's going to put us in a better spot than if we had turned around and go play Kentucky here in a few days. I, I really, I really feel like this is this will end up working out for us better. Uh, I, I feel that it will in the long run. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, if you look at the numbers, obviously there's so many different things you point at. Thankfully, what the penalties weren't quite as bad uh, on our end uh, in this game compared to you know some of the past. Uh, past games we played um what i want to take from from this game is obviously see how stetson responds you know see how he comes back and it, you know if he's going to be the leader of this team then we're going to see it real quick um i do think he's going to start against kentucky and you know we'll, it remains to be seen but the the jt daniels stuff that's not going to come out unless it's leaked because I'm sorry, but all these people that are talking about how we have a quarterback controversy and, you know, JT should be starting right now, they're just not paying attention or they're they're a bunch of dumbasses because I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it's not it's so evident to me that JT it's not it's not a Kirby just it's not like he like doesn't like JT. The dude rec- literally recruited JT from USC to come here. So I think he likes him and I think he he likes the way he plays. It came out that JT had a little bit of a, it wasn't, I don't know if it was a scope or something like that, but he had a small procedure after his initial ACL repair. And I think that's what set him back. And that was in like December or January. So I I think he's still, still recovering. So people need to just take a chill pill. I think Stetson, I think Stetson can lead this team for right now. Yes, do we need like an elite quarterback to, to win against the Alabamas and the Clemsons and the whoever of, of college football right now, probably. But right now, this is this is what we got. And Stetson Stetson has done. I mean, th- like you said, three one in this four game stretch right here is pretty damn good. Um. Other than that, let me let me see more of. I, I think Zeus Zeus played pretty well in this game. Let me see more of Kendall Milton. I want to see more of number twenty two and more of number six, and have Zeus in there in a little bit. James Cook still, uh, dude, 82-yard touchdown still doesn't. I mean, he only had 30 yards or so uh, in the air and rushing combined after, aside from that. So I'm not going to completely take him out of my doghouse. But uh, we'll see if he gets uh, gets uh, included in the in the next game plan a little bit is more. It, is it funny that you were the first person I thought about after as soon as he caught that ball? <laughs> I was the first person I thought about. <laughs> well, and you're right, too. I mean, he – he was also he was one he was playing it was man coverage with an inside linebacker. So if he yeah. doesn't win that if he does not win that uh, uh, get that that catch then it, it looks real bad on him. I mean, he had yeah. a few good runs, but yeah. But when he caught that ball, chance first of all the ball like you like we were talking about the ball was in the air for like an hour. Okay, so the ball finally hits his hands and the and the defensive back has has fallen and all that. And I know James Cook's got good speed. 
But did it not look like he was just coasting? I mean, I felt I was like, dude, get, run! <laughs> it look, it kind of reminded me of uh, Keith Marshall. You know, whenever he and not so much whenever he was like freshman year Keith Marshall, but, but after he had his injury and came back or whatever, he could still scoot a little bit. But it, the way he ran, it just looked like he was not running. Same thing with Cook. I'm just like, dude, if you don't get your ass in that end zone. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. I'm proud of him. I mean, I hey, I've been waiting for him to have a breakout play. I had, I, I yeah, I figured, I figured you had thought about me whenever that happened. But I, I Tyler Sanye, uh, he texted me right afterwards. He's like, finally got that breakout play from Cook, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not the only one. Yeah, I, I had a feeling I wasn't wasn't gonna be, but I, it was nice to have an explosive play. Didn't expect it to come from him. Uh, yeah, but I think. Uh, I think we had a good reality check this game. I really do. I think it kind of put us back in perspective. It's like, okay, if we plan on being elite, this is what it's going to take. And having this game at this point of the season, uh, it's not like 2017 where we're, we play Auburn and, and crap the bed and then got to turn around and play them in just a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do get the op- – I mean, there's a lot that's got to happen between now and then, but if we see them, this team again – we will be an entirely different team uh, than what they will have seen this past week, and I think yeah. the teams, and I think the teams that we have to play, uh, this is going to put us in a in, in a good spot going into the rest of the season for the teams that we have to play. Playing somebody like because we've been burned before by playing a playing a weaker schedule for the first half, and then coming into Jacksonville and then just getting our bell rung or or, yeah. or something like that, and so having. Having played Auburn, having played Tennessee, and uh, and heck, for freaking Arkansas. Arkansas should be three and one right now. They're all, no kidding. They're a freaking good team. And yeah, uh, that hey, can we against- give can we give Sam Pittman some credit? Right, I mean, like, bravo, my friend. Like, he good job is, over there. He is he is killing it. He has brought a just a. They haven't had a belief. <laughs> they haven't they haven't had any hope in so long. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're talking about. Not winning an SEC game since 2016 or whatever yeah. it was. I mean that we think we're in a, we we've was had, it 2016 was that was it that long? It was that it, that was either they had either hadn't won a home game or an away game, something like that. But they they went like multiple years without winning an SEC game. So honestly, they were like we won one. And they were probably like all right, rest of the season yeah. probably going to lose everything. But then turn around and should have beat Auburn. That was yep. a joke. We talked about that, and then uh, went in this weekend and 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 won another game. And um, gosh, Pittman's about to—he's about to show out in an All SEC schedule. I mean, man, I'm I'm pumped for him. I'm pumped for him. And I think I, it's a good thing that obviously, so our three wins this this season so far. Arkansas, the Arkansas win looks better and better. The uh, Auburn win looks uh, worse and worse, and so does the Tennessee game. Uh, so, who got spanked by Kentucky this last weekend? Garantano, Guantanamo had three. Was it? Did he have three pick sixes, or did he just have three picks within like the first half of the game? Something. Like I think that. there might have been three pick sixes. I mean, the the score was just there was at least two. There, there was. I know there was two. I'm just not um. I don't know, man. We we just have there's a lot of questions across the board about who who is good in the SEC and who's not, and this is kind of crazy to think, but the SEC East may be better than the West this year overall, top to bottom. It's kind of wild. I yeah. mean, South Carolina just beat Auburn, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's uh, that's another that's another game uh, that's going to be be big coming down the stretch. And uh, but you're right. I really think. Because LSU's pretty much they're they're not showing up. A and M's kind of is kind of fine. A and M's probably the second best team in the in the West. I yeah, would say. I would definitely say, and that's not saying a a ton because they haven't really played no. great. All, they haven't played great. Yeah, it's at all. Alabama, then it's drop way drop off. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's I, I would say so. I really feel like the East, um, especially when you got you got Florida and, and Kentucky uh, and us, obviously really kind of showing out and. So I, I, I think you might be right. This first time in a long time that yeah. you, you can say that with any kind of confidence. I would I would say probably 2007. That's what was I was the gonna, last time I was that I, say. I felt like pretty strongly that that was the case. 
Yeah, early 2000s um, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm a lot of questions. I mean, I, I'm thankful to have a little bit of a bye week, and I think you're right. I think it's going to play into our, uh, a, a good a good factor for us. But um, we just we get we need we need Kirby to to get on these on the boys on the defense. We need I think they're going to come out real hungry against Kentucky, and we'll get into that next week. But uh, I think we'll get these things figured out. I mean, it's, everything's still in front of us, and we we really got we just got work to do. And uh, obviously, at this point, all signs are pointing towards towards uh, Jacksonville, and uh, that game will be uh, pretty fun. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Chance, uh, my, my closing thoughts are that, oh, real quick, Amarius Mims committed right before the game last week. And I think it literally like happened the day after we recorded. This always happens to us. Uh, Marius Mims, number one offensive tackle in the country. Big time boy from uh, Cochran, Georgia, old Blakely County. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I'm happy we got him. We're getting momentum, momentum right now. We got some uh, crystal balls on 247 and some of the future casts on rivals that are coming in for boys that – you know, be uh, big big time prospects. Vander Vandergriff is a great uh, pandemic recruiter, just yeah. solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As as you saw firsthand with as old, I saw uh, firsthand. him, him and uh, him and the future uh, tight end coming in from California. Yeah, he probably took him fishing later that night. <laughs> probably so. Probably uh, so. Well, chance I uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing how we 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 come back from this and bounce back and. Uh, I'm just uh, hoping that uh, we can get a few things figured out, and once we figure out anything else about the quarterback situation, if JT's going to be end up being the guy, we'll we'll let everybody know. But uh, we're pretty sure that that you'll get some sort of notification on your phone before you hear anything from us. But we'll talk about it. I promise. <laughs> we'll give you we'll give you our uh, two cent when that happens. But in the meantime, we're uh, we're, we're we're probably going to see the mailman, but uh, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about that next week. Yes, sir. Well, sounds good, brother. Go dogs. Dogs on top. Ooh.